All right. Welcome to the Ride Like a Mother podcast. You have your host here, Shelby and Carolyn, and we are so excited to have Charmaine Brad join us, giving some insight into her amazing facility, Equine Flats Equine Therapy Center. Hi, this is Shelby. And Carolyn. We are two Canadian prairie ladies, raising babies, riding horses, and living the country life. We are on a journey to find health and wealth while building our ranches, and we want to share the journey with you. In this podcast, you can expect to hear us share our own experiences, as well as interview other inspiring humans. We'll cover topics such as human health, horse health, barrel racing, building a ranch, and so much more. We are ready to dig into the tough conversations like mental health, motherhood, farming challenges, finances, you name it. You will walk away from this podcast with tips, tricks, and strategies that will have you finding more joy and peace in your journey. We know there's a lot of juggling that goes into this lifestyle because we are living it. And as a nurse myself and Carolyn with a master's in animal science, we have a lot to bring to the conversation. So grab your coffee to go, throw on your messy bun and muck boots. Let's head to the barn and chat because we have business to take care of and we're sure you do too. Welcome to the Ride Like a Mother podcast. Equine Therapy Center that's offered right here in Saskatchewan. So we are so lucky to have you here. For those of you listening in that are not familiar with Charmaine or this area or Saskatchewan in general, Charmaine is a fellow rail racer and you can likely be found at most Saskatchewan jackpots and probably Manitoba, correct me if I'm wrong. (laughs) And you're either running behind the scenes with your experience with the Rodeo Go program, you're joining in on all the barrel racing action or you're helping fellow competitors get the most out of their horses. So you are a woman of all trades and we are so thankful to have you in this area, but I am so excited to hear all about this high quality facility that you own and manage. So tell us about yourself, the facility and kind of how you got started with Equine Flats. I'm very excited to know. Well, I'd like to say thank you for having me. Um, County Flats is actually my parents' business, they have Coyote Flats performance horses. So I really wanted to draw on that and really make this kind of a family thing, though it is my business. They're a big part of it. And they're actually kind of the reason behind it all getting started. So we grew up uh, with a PMU ranch, breeding mares, uh, having foals, raising them, competing on them. That's all been a big part of how I was raised and basically where we got started. I guess a big thing that really kicked this off was a horse we rodeoed on. Uh, His name was Buzz and my dad healed on him. My mom barrel raced on him. I was fortunate that I could steal him every now and then and I could run him (laughs) in the juniors. It's really nice when you're young, they let you steal him a little easier. Um, And they actually qualified on him to the CCA finals healing and barrel racing in the same year in the ladies. And then the next, I guess that winter, he sustained an injury where he shattered the P2 and P3 bone in his back leg. So that was pretty, pretty devastating, but we had some really great vets here. Um, We dealt with the U of S in Saskatoon. And we were able to do a surgery on him. We put a plate and screws. Um, I guess we had to go through three cast changes with that, um, which 
he incurred a lot of muscle atrophy over that time. I believe it was three months he was casted for. So wow. once we got through the casting process, which we were very fortunate, he was a really good um, patient. Even the U of S <laughs> couldn't believe how good he was. <laughs> it was recommended to us to do water therapy with him. So that was our first, I guess, introduction to it. But unfortunately, at that time, the closest one was out in Alberta. I think it was north of Calgary. That was still an eight-hour drive one way. And then your cost, and we'd just gone through the surgery. So we ended up just doing all the rehab on our own, which it took a lot longer to do. But we were happy to report he came back uh, to competing. I even got to take him down mm -hmm. to the States with me to college rodeo on. So it is kind of a comeback story that the hard work you put in can prevail. Mm -hmm. But if you have a treadmill, it's a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> so that's well, that, kind of where it started. And that perfectly ties into our next question, which is you obviously have some amazing um, equipment at your facility and you offer some cool services. So can you explain a bit about them? So our program is based around our water treadmill uh, we have a aqua pacer which is an above ground treadmill and it allows us to be totally adaptable with it for every horse we can customize the program you can change your water depth for every session you can change it in the middle of your session if you want um, you control your speed your distance the length of uh, each workout so that's one of the biggest benefits with it there's some other equipment out there on the market where um, there are the in-ground treadmills, which are really great because you can get a little more buoyancy out of those. However, you're restricted because you only have that certain water depth you can work with. Oh, okay. Hmm. So with your above ground ones, you can just vary that. So you can work so many different muscle groups. Um, you can target so many different injuries that you can't do the same with uh, water depth that you can't change. Mm -hmm. um, Interesting. So like, would they be sometimes walking then and just in the water and sometimes like actually swimming? In the mm -hmm. above ground ones, they don't actually swim. You still have that contact with the ground. Okay. Um, you're getting to that 60% buoyancy, which most times is enough to take that weight off and increase that range of motion on a horse that's really just starting back out after an injury uh, or a surgery. They're used quite often uh, post-surgery. Mm -hmm. And the big thing with, um, I guess, with your water depth being really deep is increasing that range of motion. And that's a lot that we want in barrel racing. We want to increase that stride. We want them to be able to collect up as well. So then we want to be able to slow them down and work them faster at different depths. Um, it's a controlled environment. So we can continue to build on it every session. If we work them for 15 minutes yesterday at a certain speed, well, the next day, maybe we're working them a little bit longer at a slower speed, or maybe they're ready to step it up and we're gonna increase that speed. Um, your horse is working in 
knee depth water, they're really going to pick up and step over the water. This is going to create yeah. interesting. Mm -hmm. This is going to create them to really hold their core um, as they're mm. stepping up over the water. So then that's where you're going to work on that top line. Um, you're also going to work on their forearm strength when you're working at that forearm depth, which once again is going to increase that stride length because when you get out on the land, you don't have that same resistance of the water. So they're able to move more fluidly and they're used to having more of a resistance. Um, so then that translates when you go to ride them and get them home. Very cool. That's so cool. I would have never thought like the different depths like now that you say it, I'm like, oh yeah, aha moment. But I never thought like the different depths would have that much of an impact on the different I never horses. thought about it either. <laughs> like, it's totally you obvious, makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You're talking about horses that are like post-surgery and you talk about like conditioning horses, you kind of get all horses of different ailments and disciplines. So what are some of the benefits you've seen regarding the horses and how long? they stay with you at your facility. So as a horse owner myself, if I had somebody post a horse post surgery or post injury, or just wanting to condition my horse, what would the lengths of stay that you would like recommend with their uh, being there at your facility? Most horses typically come for a month. Um, okay. That gives you a pretty good sense of where you're at with your recovery process. It gives you time to get them trained up to the treadmill, which is a big part of it. We want to make sure mm -hmm. that every horse is very comfortable in there. And once you get them to a full depth where you're shoulder deep, stifle deep, it's about four to five minutes to drain. So you want to make sure that they are comfortable in there or else it's a very stressful four minutes. <laughs> um, <laughs> And every horse takes to it differently. There's some horses that are very quick to pick up on the treadmill. Um, there's others that it takes them a while to figure out why is the ground moving below me? Why is there water coming in? Is this mm -hmm. a good thing? Um, so that's usually that first week that we're really dealing with, with those new horses when they come. Um, obviously with the ones that are picking up on it sooner, we're able to go straight to their protocol um, the ones that are taking longer, we just want to make sure again that they're comfortable with what we're doing before we worry too much about that exact protocol because um, they'll get the, more out of their workout in the end. So once we get to week two, then we're starting to usually increase some of the intensity. Once again, it all depends on what surgery was done, what injury it is, uh, conditioning, we're just generally always trying to ask for that little bit more each week. Um, week three is when you'll start to see a little more change in their body um, in toning or conditioning. Uh, week four is typically once we really start to see a change happening. Um, our horses that come for conditioning that are that four, six, eight weeks, there's a significant difference in their muscle tone, their stride, um, how hard they hit in the treadmill. That's a big indication too, sometimes of a subtle lameness that might be showing up that nobody really knows about. 
you can often hear it in the treadmill before you can see it visually. So that's kind of a cool thing that we have with the treadmill versus just trying to watch it with the naked eye. Um, our week-long stays, those are typically horses that have came to us previously. Um, so they know the treadmill, we know the horse, or we know that they know what they're doing in there. They might drop them off Sunday night after a rodeo and pick them up Friday on the way to another one. Okay. It just helps to keep them conditioned while they're in the off week, I guess. And it gives them a different workout than what they've been getting. So mm -hmm. those are typically what I would recommend that week for. I wouldn't normally recommend a horse that's never been here to just do a week as you're just not getting as much out of your sessions. And mm -hmm. I'm kind of a terrible salesperson in a sense. Uh, I don't <laughs> really like to spend other people's money. So if I don't think you're gonna get enough out of the sessions, I'll recommend a different package to you. It's not that we're trying to upsell you on the package. It's just that we wanna make sure that if Shelby, you send your horse, that when mm -hmm. you get it home, you're getting a horse back with expectations and they're meeting them. Um, if you send them for that week and you had an expectation of, I wanna be able to enter the barrel race next weekend and win the 1D, but it's sad all winter, we're not going to be able to fulfill that. <laughs> We'd love to, um, but it's just not a realistic expectation. Mm -hmm. So you have to plan, plan your stays based on your goals. If you want to be able to go and compete on this horse and you're wanting to make sure that their muscles are strong enough to do it, they're conditioned to do it, then you want to look at that month. Um, when you take them home, I still recommend that you do some cardio work with them, do some breathing, mm -hmm. because we're still not um, developing those lungs and that lung capacity the same in the treadmill as you do doing some loping, um, doing some breathing, but their mm -hmm. body is going to be physically able to handle it. Interesting. So do you get mostly injured horses or do you get a lot of people that bring their horses in like say at the beginning of the season or like you said through like between rodeos or whatever like what would you say mostly comes in it is pretty pretty much 50 50 um in the mm -hmm. spring it's a lot more concentrated on conditioning obviously with mm -hmm. our weather there's quite a few people, they turn them out late October and then they wanna start back in February, March. So, and that's when they'll come. Um, throughout the summer, we'll have a bit more of a combination. We'll have those horses that'll come for a week stay. We'll have the, please help, my horse came up lame. I just talked <laughs> with my vet, we need to do something. Um, we'll have those cases. And usually in the summer, we're able to accommodate those pretty quickly. Um, and have a little more flexibility. So we'll deal with some right now injuries that have to be looked at. That's usually involving a lot of icing and wrapping, um, cold hosing, mm -hmm. poulticing, all that stuff. And then if they're able to go in the treadmill, we'll start them with that. In the fall, we typically have kind of our 
finals prep packages we do. So your CCA finals, your mm -hmm. MRCA finals, or even uh, CBHI, because there's so much money on the line. Courses will come before those events to get conditioned and just try to get an edge because we all just want to have that one up on our competition because mm -hmm. it's tough out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then our winter, it goes back to a lot of uh, rehab cases again. Um, typically, mid-October is when we'll start seeing more of the uh, post-surgery cases. Um, we did quite a few this winter. Um, kissing spine is a big one that there's a lot of people doing lately. So we've dealt with a lot of those horses um, this winter. And I guess... I think it was even my first or second winter we were having those horses coming up from the States because it was a lot more prevalent down there um, a few years ago than it was up here. So we had a lot of horses from the U.S. coming up with that kissing spine surgery to work on. Hmm. Interesting. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have known? Oh, my goodness. But that's awesome that they have you to be able to rely on for all those conditioning, like you said, get the one up, like <laughs> us yeah. as moms, we know we don't have time have, or people who work or right. Like we really want to stay competitive, but it's hard to get out there and really keep our horses in the best top-notch condition. Right. Yeah. Never mind ourselves, but ourselves and yeah. our horses and like, yeah. you know, keep the house relatively functioning. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> a lot. So I can see why people would take you up on on all your offers and all your services. Sounds yeah. fantastic. The treadmill still so, isn't going to replace yeah, putting in the hard work and doing the riding, but of it's going to get you. <laughs> it's going to get you ahead. Um, and there's a lot of horses out there that are in shape, but they're not truly fit. So that's where mm -hmm. we're noticing some of the bleeders come from. That's where you'll have your tendon injuries, uh, suspensory injuries, because they're in shape, but they're not really fit enough for what we're asking them to do maybe mm -hmm. three or four times a weekend. They might right. actually be able to handle it for one run in a weekend, but you get to your four rodeo weekends or your jackpots where you have uh, two runs and a short go. Um, mm -hmm. sometimes that can be a lot to ask and your ground condition can really play a factor when you oh, get into a deeper ground is where you can start seeing your suspensory injuries. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Things like that. So then they end up coming here. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of when I started working out and like, I started doing regular stretching and stuff for myself. Mm -hmm. And I always thought as a rider and a farm person that I was really fit. And then once I started like working my entire body balance, I was like, oh, wow, this makes a big difference. Like there's a, so what I'm trying to get, my point is that I can see that there would be a difference between doing your regular riding and barrel runs and what you do, which is like really balanced conditioning throughout their whole body probably mm -hmm. works pretty well hand in hand. I don't know if that makes sense, but <laughs> that's where my brain went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't enter a marathon for next weekend and not have no, <laughs> no, no. Um, no. Definitely not. <laughs> the lung capacity and the muscles would not be there at this point. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. 
And I guess just the different muscle groups, like our bodies and equine bodies are just so complex that it's right. Like we can do the same loping pattern. We can do both ways. We can trot, we can get their lungs in shape, but yeah, we're not working. Like you said, kind of like their ab muscles per se, or their top line, right. You really have to work on those two. But that brings us kind of to our next question because you've done this and you've helped me with my horse at a jackpot. <laughs> so just curious, because um, we can find you all over Saskatchewan pretty well. Um, when we go to barrel jackpots, I know you've helped me out with my horses post run and just to kind of give him the best, right? Like, like you said, he's, you know, they go through three runs sometimes in a weekend and that's a lot for them. So that's a lot of stress on them. And their muscles so what kind of equipment do you bring to jackpots or do you not bring any or what's the story there <laughs> so when i'm at an event i typically have my laser with me um it's a veterinary grade laser uh, it's also used by the university of tennessee in their equine rehabilitation rehabilitation certification program um and that's actually one that vets take it's one of the few in the country that's actually certified um, for them okay. to take so I feel pretty confident in it that that's a product that the vets are using to teach other vets on um, mm -hmm. it's a super pulse laser so with that you eliminate the risk of having too much heat and damaging the, the tissue and damaging the cells compared to your lasers that have a continuous wavelength um, mm -hmm. It really promotes your cellular regeneration, um, blood flow, which is a big thing to any injuries. We're always trying to get circulation improved. Um, it can be used for uh, bone issues, soft tissue, pain, inflammation. Um, there's also a blue light in it that's really good for tackling drug resistant bacteria. Um, they've even been proving that it's working on MRSA. So for you mm -hmm. in the healthcare side of things, that's a big mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, it's really great for those tendons too. Just every run we make, we're going to create a strain. So then you can just give a little relief afterwards. So like your horse at an event, we're gonna be looking at just doing a lot of pain management, making them comfortable because we're not able to put the time into doing a lot of healing because as with everything that requires multiple sessions um mm -hmm. you do see benefits and you get some effects out of doing a single session on healing but obviously with all rehab equipment you're going to get more out of being able to do consistent multiple set uh sessions mm -hmm. so at an event if you see me with a laser typically we're just trying to relax that horse um make them feel good so that the next run you go and make they're all over their body they're feeling better um because there's a i guess it's an unwind protocol so basically you're trying to work on that nervous system and you're trying to i guess inhibit those cells so that if there is a pain somewhere it's not it's not going to totally reduce it like you're not going to take a horse that's grade three lame and make them suddenly <laughs> trot off like everything's fine but you're going to take mm -hmm. some of that away um 
And really that's all we're trying to do. We're trying to make them feel better. So they'll give us more. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah, we want them to feel top of their game because mm-hmm. they got to run. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And I noticed too, like after the one laser treatment, cause that's what you did on my main man there is his increase of kind of range of motion. Like he relaxed enough that he can do his job properly. Right. Without, he holds a lot of stress too. So <laughs> it helps a lot. <laughs> as do I (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's maybe partially me to blame too (laughs) and then we're big on the nutrition side of things as well um Mm, I was actually thinking that I was gonna kind of ask you about that as well sorry no worries (laughs) um for nutrition uh typically we're trying to make sure that we're feeding those muscles um so I have a product that I use on our horses and we're carrying, um, it's a spirulina. So it's, it's great for their top line. Um, it will help those muscles recovering after workouts. And it's also a natural, uh, antihistamine. So it's really great for their airways, your seasonal allergies. So you're kind of getting a few things out of it. Um, the really great thing is it's in tablets. So you don't get green powder everywhere. Uh, that would be a a plant-based supplement then right yes yeah okay Mm -hmm. yeah so everything's um a natural food grade so you're not worrying about there being any toxins in it um that's a big thing i found with spirulina is there can actually be some toxins and heavy metals in it um so choosing this one was great for us because we know that They've done the research that it doesn't contain any of that. Mm -hmm. Um, They also have a product then that we carry that's the G's formula and it helps with Mm -hmm. digestive health and ulcers, which is a big thing in competition horses, whether it's a barrel horse or a jumping horse. Um, Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what discipline, everything is susceptible to having ulcers. Um, So that's a big one. And then now we're starting to carry the Sharp Edge Performance, uh, Sharp Edge Equine Supplements. Um, okay. Those were developed by Tracy Sharp. They've been around for quite a few years. And Renee Willis, who's a CFR barrel racer, she's been to Calgary Stampede. She's actually taken over the company now after using it for multiple years. So we're partnering with her. And once again, it's just all natural supplements that we can give our horses to help them perform to what we're asking them for yeah you got to match the nutrition with the physical wellness as well Mm -hmm. right like it's all gonna come all gonna come together so um tell us about how people can get in touch with you and find uh find you online or in person (laughs) yeah um in person, I'm probably ping-ponging everywhere if it's at a barrel race, because like Shelby said, <laughs> I'm usually doing something with entries or timing, um, trying to run myself, but we're usually there. Uh, we go to quite a few in Manitoba and Saskatchewan and even some out in Alberta. Um, you can find us on Facebook, uh, Coyote Flats Equine Therapy, or on our Instagram. I will let you know I'm not great at Instagram. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So if you message me on there, I apologize if you don't <laughs> hear back from me right away. Um, 
And once again, we're Coyote Flats Equine Therapy on there as well. Excellent. And then we've got our website too, and it explains some of our packages, um, our other equipment, because we do have a solarium and equisizer. So your solarium is going to be great for promoting relaxation, uh, loosening muscles, post-workout, even pre-workout. It's really great in the winter with our okay. minus 50. I'm totally clueless. What is a solarium? Like, is this, to me, it sounds like a greenhouse. I don't know why I have that in my head, but what is it? So a solarium, um, it's infrared lights, which once again, you're going to work on that circulation and promoting that. Um, Ours has fans in it. So then it's going to circulate that hot air a little more too. Um, So it's not it's not going to get quite as hot on some of the muscles just because it's able to circulate some of the air versus the ones that don't. Um, but there's some on the market. I think there's one of, out of Alberta right now. They've got ones that are consumer friendly. They're not going to cost what some of the ones in the equine rehab facilities are. So there's quite a few barrel racers. I know they have their own personal ones now because they've made it kind of like everything rehab wise there's your I guess your facility versions versus your consumer versions Mm -hmm. um so it's kind of a great thing and then we've got the equisizer as well which is basically a a free flow hot walker um so you can control your speeds your horses aren't tied in it and with that, it's been really great because we can do some PASOA work in it as well, which really works to round your horses, um, work on that top line, extend that stride. And it's been a great addition. So, mm-hmm. so wow, especially with the, with the kissing spine, since we've learned with <laughs> yeah. our series on kissing spine. <laughs> These are all connecting. Everything sounds kind of the same. I have learned so much doing these last few interviews and this interview too. Like Mm -hmm. the amount of different kinds of equipment and stuff you guys have, it seems like it's even even beyond what we do as people. (laughs) We have Mm -hmm. even cooler stuff for our horses. I can understand that. Anyway, we really appreciate you coming on here. It was fantastic talking with you uh, this morning and um, we can't wait to meet you in person at a jackpot maybe in the future or um, maybe I'll have a horse come by there. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> hopefully anyway. by choice. Yeah, yeah hopefully by choice. Like yes. <laughs> For the conditioning by. aspect. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like Shelby said, you want a condition. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I gotta get in no. the competition mode so yeah. I can. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Absolutely, that. but we know we know where to go now if it's yeah. post surgery or post ailment. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. as always, uh, all our listeners here on Podcast Land, you can find us here um, in everywhere that you listen to podcasts and on Instagram, mm-hmm. Facebook, and yeah, we'd love to hear from you. We love to have podcast ideas brought to us. And we're excited to see you on the next episode. So, yeah. Thanks again, Charmaine. And we will see you at the next jackpot. Thanks for having me, girls.